Hi, welcome to Salty Therapy. My name is Tammy. I'm a licensed clinical social worker with a private practice. However, this podcast is not intended to be used in place of professional treatment. It is intended for encouragement, entertainment, and information. So today, we're going to venture into a scary area, or scary for some, and that's shame and guilt. Now, don't turn me off yet. Be brave. You may come out of this better for it. Now, whether or not you struggle with shame and guilt, I'd like you to still stay tuned in and and have a listen um, because you're going to run into, or there may be somebody in your family, you may have a friend that struggles with this. And so the more you can understand it from the perspective of a hurting person, the better friend you can be, the better support system you can be for your friends or for your family. You don't know if you have children that one day they may not struggle with this and having some tools and some understanding to help them to navigate that, I think is a good thing. And if you are struggling with shame and guilt, I want you to know that there's a choice, that there is a different way. Um, and so let's, let's start talking about that. Let's start by defining what, what, what is shame? So I've been reading some books by Dr. Brene Brown. I love her. Um, and she has a great definition for shame. It is shame is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. It just makes my heart sad to read that definition. I just, that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. I would not want anybody around me to feel that, not in my presence. It just, it hurts my heart. So let's talk about if you're walking around with shame or you know somebody who is, what can that lead to in their lives? What can that lead to in your life? Well, for starters, it can lead to a lack of trust, Um, it can lead to a lack of authentic relationships. If you're walking in shame, chances are vulnerability is definitely not something that you're able to show. And you can't show that vulnerability because of what you believe about yourself. And so you're not willing to put that out into the world. And so that means you don't trust the people that you're talking to. You don't trust the people that are are surrounding you in your life. And if you can't be your authentic self and you can't trust these people in your life, then it's clearly impossible to truly have an authentic relationship. Having an authentic relationship requires trust. It requires vulnerability. It requires you to to give a part of yourself to the relationship and that that other person's going to give you a part of themselves. It's reciprocal. Um, So... I would think that naturally, if we can't have authentic relationships um, and we're struggling with trust, then shame can certainly lead to isolation. Even if you're, have you ever been in a room um, where you're surrounded by people, but you feel alone? That's isolation. You can be 
physically isolated, isolated in your home. You don't go out, you go to work, you go to the grocery store, you come home. You're not venturing out into community events. Um, you're not willing to um, try new things because shame says that you're not worthy of love and belonging. And shame says that you're flawed. And so um, isolation just compounds that first thing we talked about, about not being able to trust and not being able to have those authentic relationships. How can we have an authentic relationship if we're isolating, right? Um, I think that sometimes it can lead to believing that people won't understand us or they won't stand by us. Now, they won't stand by us. We believe that because there's a lack of trust, right? Um, why should they stand by you? If you are unworthy of love and belonging, why would they stand by you? That's what the brain that's soaked in shame thinks. It thinks I'm not worthy of you standing by me. And I'm not worthy to be believed, right? I'm not worthy of somebody understanding me. How could they understand me? So believing that people won't understand us or stand by us can be a consequence of shame. The last thing which just breaks my heart is that if we believe, if we truly believe that we are unworthy or unlovable, it can lead to self-destructive behaviors, promiscuity, self-harming behaviors, eating disorders, addiction. We we treat our bodies the way we feel about ourselves inside. We just let our physical bodies manifest that shame on the outside. We want that pain to stop. And so you turn to sex, you turn to drugs and or alcohol, you turn to self-harming behaviors, you, you just mistreat yourself in hopes that the pain will go away. And before I'm done with this podcast, I hope that I can encourage you and give you reason to believe that you no longer have to live with shame. But before we do that, let's move to guilt. So the same Dr. Brene Brown that I love, that I loved her definition of shame also has a definition for guilt. And that is guilt is about our behaviors. We feel guilty when we hold up something we have done or failed to do against the kind of person we want to be. So we feel guilty when we hold up something that we have done or failed to do against the kind of person we want to be. So that last part really speaks to there's a value system that's involved here. There's something that you're aspiring to be, but it's it's internal. This isn't about um, necessarily those external things you want to be, like um, a specific career or um, a title, but it's more about your value system, your ethics, your belief system, and the kind of person you want to be, and do your behaviors do the things that you do and say line up with that person? And if they don't, then the result is this guilt. 
Okay. So we talked about what shame, shame can lead us to. I want to talk about what guilt can lead us to. Now, the things that I'm going to mention are coming from the mind of an optimist. I am optimistic. And I believe that guilt can have some positive consequences if we choose, if we choose to um, look at it that way. So guilt can lead to accountability and ownership. If I have lied to somebody because I got caught and I just, the lie came out of my mouth before I even thought about it because I was embarrassed. Uh, Maybe there was someone else around. Maybe I didn't want to hurt their feelings, whatever the case may be. But my value system says I want to be trustworthy. I don't want to be a liar. And so now I've got to be accountable to that and I have to own it. And I have to go back to that person and say, I don't know why I lied, but I lied. And this is really what I meant to say and and apologize for and own it. Can you realize how quickly you can build trust with people when you do that, when you own your behaviors, when you become accountable for the things that you have done? We're all human beings. We're all going to make mistakes, but we don't have to be defined by those mistakes. We can be defined by our value system that leads us to taking accountability and ownership. Guilt can lead to the opportunity to learn and grow. Maybe we see ourselves doing the same thing, the same pattern of behavior, um, Maybe it's manipulation. Maybe it's um, using humor to get out of uncomfortable situations. Um, Maybe it's our temper. Um, And so every time we feel guilty, every time we own it, take accountability for it, we have a choice to say, okay, guilt does not feel good. Guilt is uncomfortable. I don't want to feel that anymore. So what can I do to change it? Well, I can change my behaviors. I can change my choices. I can take an opportunity to learn and grow. I can start asking myself questions like, why do I do that? Why am I uncomfortable? Am I believing something from my childhood that isn't necessarily true today? Right? Um, Guilt can lead to showing others that although we are fallible, we are human beings, we're going to make mistakes, that we can be trusted. Because when we not only show accountability and take ownership of the mistakes that we've made and learn and grow and show that we're changing and not continuing to repeat those patterns, what more is going to build trust? I mean, that's one of the biggest ways that we're going to build trust. So what is the difference between shame and guilt? Well, if you paid attention to the definitions that I read to you, then you may have picked up on the difference, but I'll just get it down concise into two statements. Shame is what you believe about yourself as a person. Shame is is what you believe about yourself as a person. Guilt is about behaviors and or choices you have made. Now, there's very clear differences in those statements, right? 
Shame is about what you believe. Guilt is about what you've done. Shame, what you believe about yourself as a person. When I think about that, I think there has been a story that has formed itself in your brain about yourself. But in order for that story to develop, we needed to have had influences in our lives that have led us to believe that that story is true, right? So it may be our childhood. It may be um, being told by a parent that you weren't wanted, that you were a mistake, that um, you may have had siblings who teased you incessantly and telling you that you were adopted, that you're not really part of this family. Maybe you were a little bit different in elementary school or middle school. I think we're all different in middle school, but, and you had kids telling you that, you know, they called you names. They, you didn't fit in. They said that you weren't a part of, you weren't cool, right? Maybe you had a teacher telling you that you weren't smart enough. You weren't good enough. You weren't capable enough. And every time you had somebody tell you something along those negative strains about who you are as a person. They're not attacking your talents or abilities. They're attacking your character. They're attacking your self-esteem. They're going right for your spirit with those statements. And every time something is said, it builds upon the last statement, which builds upon the last statement. And you've created a case just like an attorney creates a case to take into court and they have evidence after evidence after evidence and they bring in character witnesses, all those people that had something to say about you, those are the character witnesses that an attorney is going to bring with all these written pieces of evidence that's going to line up with that story that that you have running through your mind, right? And that's where that shame lives. That's where that shame lives. And and then you begin to believe it to the point that every time you make a mistake, every time you do something wrong, you go, see, they were right. See, I'm not capable. See, I don't fit in. It's true. I'm not smart enough. It's true. I'm not like anybody else. And you're just going to keep building the case and building the case. But I'm telling you, you get a choice. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Number one, we were not created to be exactly alike. We weren't. We weren't created to be, you know, all of us statuesque women with a size two. We weren't all created to be these professional athletes or to be, you know, so smart and or so rich like some of these these people out there like Bill Gates, right? we were created to be who we are. We all have something special to bring to the table. And here's the truth. The truth is, is oftentimes what we have to bring to the table, what we have to bring to life, what we have to offer in our relationships comes from the pain that we endured as we came up. The pain that we endured through bullying or from falling on our face over and over again, lost dreams, abuse, neglect, trauma, 
psychological trauma, emotional trauma, all of that can all come together and knit this tapestry of somebody who can have compassion and empathy and sympathy and have the ability to um, really meet somebody where they're at and say, I understand. I get you. Guilt It's about the things that you have done, the behaviors and the choices you have made. If you go back to that original definition that said um, that it goes against the kind of person we want to be. Okay, so if guilt is about what we've done, right, about the choices that we've made, and that goes against who we want to be, there we are, there's the value system. What is your value system? What do you value? What are your ethics and morals? Why do you believe that? Honestly, like, don't stop being passive about that. Really understand what it is you believe and why and stand on that. What a foundation. It's, it's like the parable in the Bible that talks about building a house on sand, right? If you don't truly know what you believe, and why you believe it, and you don't have a clear value system, then that sand is going to wash away and the house that's on it is no longer going to be stable. So I don't know, I think that there's there's a part where you can be grateful for guilt, because it reminds you of who you are, it reminds you of who you want to be. Um, and, and it can help you to better define what your value system is or to return to that value system. When we talked about um, that shame could lead us to these self-harming and promiscuity and addiction and, and those kinds of behaviors, if you have guilt as well, um, and that guilt is this motivating factor to make a change You can turn from those behaviors because you realize deep down inside that doesn't match who you want to be, how you want to be seen, right? So I'm going to challenge you to see guilt from a positive perspective. You can choose to look at it from a negative perspective, negative being, um, I don't know why I try anymore. Um, I'm just a bad person, that you're going to turn that guilt into shame. You can do that. Or you can say, I'm grateful for these feelings of guilt because because of that, I'm going to make a change. Um, I'm going to challenge you to um, uh, do the work to make things right. Don't just feel the guilt, but own it. Take accountability. It's going to build trust in relationships. It's going to lead to authentic relationships. Um, I want you to ask yourself where the shame comes from. I'd really like to see you do that. Get a journal out. Begin to write. Make a timeline of your life and step back and look at it. And you may see a picture of where things shifted and changed or where it began. And you may be able to remember the statements that were made to you. And you can capture those statements. You can capture those thoughts and and line them up with who you were created to be. Um, 
So don't partner with the lies, right? Those lies are lies. So don't partner with them. Make a choice. I don't care if you have to say it out loud in an empty room. No, I'm not going to believe that lie. Not today. Those lies, they can define you if you want them to. If you allow them to. If you give them the freedom to. But they don't have to define you. They don't define you. So as a Christian... My belief is I believe in God and I believe in Jesus Christ being the Son of God. And so I have to ask myself, that's where my value system lies. And I have to ask myself, who does God say I am? The the one that created me, that knit me together in my mother's womb, that breathed life into me. Who does he say I am? Right? And he says that I'm his child a child of the Almighty, the one that created all things. I'm His, and that I was chosen. He chose me. That's powerful. He wanted me. He says that I am forgiven. As a Christian, when I accepted Christ as my Savior, I asked for forgiveness of my sins, and He said, you are forgiven. You are redeemed. You are bought for at a price. The price was Jesus on the cross. He gave his life for me. He wanted me to be in relationship with him so much that he was willing to die for me, that I was that valuable, that I was that precious to him. I mean, that's pretty powerful in my life. Because there are times when I feel less than. There are times when I feel like I don't make a difference in this world. But then I go back to that value system. I go back to those beliefs. And when I think I'm not going to make a difference in this world or I'm not valuable in, in this relationship, I capture that thought. I make it obedient to Christ, which means I bring it into alignment with what my value system is and what my belief system is, which is I am valuable. I am going to make a difference. I am here for a reason because God chose me. He created me. He forgave me. He redeemed me. And he calls me his own. He calls me his child. I mean, there's nothing more powerful to me than that. That's why I'm challenging you to really look at your value system. What do you believe? Why do you believe it? And really get down to the bottom of what were the lies spoken over you? And are you going to continue to partner with those lies? Are you going to say enough is enough and I'm going to begin a new life and a new way of seeing things? Now, listen, it's not going to be easy. It's going to take time to rewire that thinking and rewire your brain, but it's so worth it. It's worth the pain that you'll walk through. It's worth the discomfort. For those of you that don't struggle with this, but you know somebody that does, you have to affirm them. You have to remind them who they are, but ultimately it's their decision whether or not they're going to live with the lies or if they're going to to create a new story in their mind, a new line of thinking in their mind. 
So thank you so much for sticking it out with me and showing up for a tough subject. Nobody wants to talk about shame and guilt, right? But don't let the conversation stop here. Talk to someone you trust. Pray. Please do not stay in the shame. Don't don't allow it to continue to define you. And make a choice to resolve the guilt. It's never too late. It's never too late. Don't let the lies in your head that that the other person doesn't want to hear it or that they won't forgive you. Don't let that stop you from doing what's right. Because even if the person on the receiving end of ownership and accountability doesn't show the grace to forgive you or to to um, bring you back into the fold or to have a relationship with you, you're going to know in your mind that you did the right thing. You're going to know in your heart, you did what was right. The rest is the other person's responsibility. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love it if you would subscribe, continue to download um, the the newest podcasts. Um, Go to... uh, to iTunes and give me five stars. Um, Tell your friends and family, share it with them. And um, if you have any questions or comments, if you uh, have an idea of a podcast you'd like to hear about from me, then send me a message. Go to saltytherapy.com. That's somewhere you can leave me a message on there. Well, somewhere. There's a tab that you can click on that you can leave a message for me. Um, Or you can visit me on Facebook or Instagram at Salty Therapy. I really appreciate you listening. Have a blessed week and I'll see you next time. Bye.